Driven into right field. That one has got a chance, and that one is gone. That is a two-run homer. Deep to left field toward the lead wall of champions and is on top. Out of here. Two-run blast. Towering pop fly on the infield. The third baseman. Oh, a drop. Lifts one high in the air to deep left field. This one's going. It is going, and it is gone. gone. On the Blue Raider Network, from Learfield IMG College, this is Blue Raider Baseball, brought to you by Lewis Bakeries, Bakers of Bunny, Sunbeam, and Healthy Life Breads, and by Ascension St. Thomas, official hospital partner of MTSU. Now, welcome to the Blue Raider pregame show. Thank you and good afternoon from a sunny and warm San Antonio, Texas. Dick Palmer with you with our Blue Raider pregame show as the Raiders and the UTSA Roadrunners start a four-game series here tonight in this South Texas city. And we've got some good Texas weather tonight for this opener. Temperature at game time, we're going to call it 94 degrees just a few scattered clouds, so partly cloudy, and the light breeze out of the west-southwest at eight miles an hour. That's blowing gently from the right field corner out to left center and left field. So the heat might be more of a factor in the game than the wind today. Middle Tennessee comes into this contest with a record of 15 wins. 11 losses and one tie. In Conference USA, they are 4-3-1, and one, coming off that 12-inning 9-9 tie with Rice last Sunday. The Raiders currently standing in third place in the Conference USA West Division. UTSA is 11-11. 11 11. They are 3-4 in the league and just dropped three straight to Southern Mississippi over last weekend, and the fourth game in that series was postponed because of weather. We are at Roadrunner Field, and we do have some Blue Raider fans here today. We'll be talking more about that as the afternoon progresses, but uh, right now, I think our fans are outnumbering the home team fans at the present time. UTSA is under a second-year coach, Pat Hallmark, Hallmark took over last year, and that was the COVID-shortened season. His team went 7-10, and 10, just exactly the same record as the Blue Raiders had last year under Coach Jim Toman. Coach Toman is in his third year as head man at MTSU. So it's Middle Tennessee and UTSA. This is the 20th meeting of the two teams started their series back in 2014 when UTSA joined Conference USA and Middle Tennessee was also uh, a young member of the conference. So far, San Antonio has the lead in the series. They have won 13 games. Middle Tennessee has won six. And here at uh, Roadrunner Field, the Raiders are two and six. Both wins coming in 2019 when Middle Tennessee took two out of three from San Antonio here, and that was the uh, those were the last games uh, the two teams played as they did not uh, 
play last year. So the Raiders and the Roadrunners meeting for the 20th time today. Middle Tennessee trying to get a little bit closer in that season series. The Raiders flew in here on Thursday. Uh, flew out of Nashville on Southwest. Uh, direct flight about two hours and 15 or 20 minutes and are quartered at the courtyard by Marriott just about 10 or 12 minutes from the campus here. Campus is uh, outside the city uh, a good ways. I don't know the exact distance, but it is uh, uh, sort of out in the countryside, you might say, and it's a very beautiful campus, uh, Southwest Texas motif, and the weather to go with it. 94 degrees will be our game time temperature. They predicted a high of 96 today. Tomorrow it's supposed to cool down to the upper 80s, and then uh, the heat will return on Sunday afternoon. So this will be a single game tonight. Doubleheader tomorrow will start at 1 o'clock, and the single game on Sunday is scheduled for 11 a.m. Uh, the weather outlook is good. Uh, no uh, precipitation uh, to speak of in the forecast, but of course uh, that could change overnight, so we'll keep an eye on that anyway. Raiders just breaking up from their pregame meeting out of the outfield. Both teams have had batting practice today, uh, taking their infield practice, and it's uh, going to be time for starting lineups coming up next, and we'll have them for you right here on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread. Proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. With its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! 
this football season. Prepare your taste buds for the most iconic sports-watching drink of all time, Pepsi. With refreshing deliciousness specially formulated to keep your eye on the ball and mouth-watering fizziness to help you power through game day, Pepsi has everything you need to start strong. I used to care when Mike chaired so hard he spilled nacho cheese on my carpet, but thanks to Pepsi, even Mike can't ruin my football party. So this football season, make Pepsi your go-to game day drink because it's the only drink made for football watching. Pepsi, that's what I like. Hey, Blue Raider fans, this is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go, Blue, and I'll see you at the game. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And welcome back into our pregame show. Time now for the starting lineups presented by the Ascend Federal Credit Union, the exclusive credit union of Blue Raider Athletics. Ascend offers a complete set of products to bring your financial roles within reach. Find out more at ascend.org. They are insured by the NCUA. The two head coaches are meeting with the umpires at home plate, exchanging lineups and going over the ground rules here at Roadrunner Park. Let's check the starting lineup for Middle Tennessee under third-year coach Jim Toman with a record of 40, 58, and 1. 15, 11, and 1 this season, 4, 3, and 1 in Conference USA. Fausto Lopez will lead off at shortstop. Lopez, who leads the league in stolen bases and is third nationally, is a good leadoff man. He has reached base now in 19 consecutive games, and he will try to do so again today. Lopez will be followed by second baseman J.T. Mabry. Cole Escher will bat third in right field. Cleanup man will be third baseman Brett Coker. Jake Hagenow does the catching. He will bat fifth. Jacob Williams gets a start as the designated hitter be his second start of the season. And Daniel Freeman will follow with his second start of the season at first base. Brian Dillingham will play left field. And Nathan Sanders will be in center field. Starting on the mound for the Blue Raiders, right-hander Aaron Brown. Comes in with a 4-2 and two record and a 3.40 earned run average. So it is Middle Tennessee with Lopez, Mabry, and Escher, Coker, Hagenow, and Williams, Freeman, Dillingham, and Sanders with Aaron Brown on the mound. For UTSA under second-year coach Pat Hallmark, his record uh, here is 18-21, and 11-11 this season. Three and four in conference play. Griffin Paxton leads off at first base. He's their leading hitter. Dylan Rock in center field bats second. Kyle Bergeron, the designated hitter, hits third. Nick Thornquist, the catcher, will bat fourth. Chase King in right field hits fifth. Joshua Lamb, the shortstop, batting sixth. Jonathan Tapia at second base hits seven. Austin Ocha at third base will hit eighth. Ian Bailey in left field will bat ninth, and the pitcher will be a sophomore right-hander John Chomko. 
And we'll be back with first pitch right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Well, the Red Runners have taken the field, and we're just about set for first pitch here at Roadrunner Field in San Antonio, 335 feet down the left field line, 375 in left center just below the big scoreboard. 405 to straightaway center field, 375 in right center, and 340 down the right field line. They have launched uh, some balls out of here. They uh, have hit 29 home runs in their first 22 games of this season. And San Antonio, second in the league in team batting average, 285, 29 homers. They uh, don't run a lot, 14 out of 20 in stolen bases, and a team earned run average of 5.12. Their starting pitcher, John Chomko, a sophomore, he is 0-1 with a 2.61 earned run average and making his second start of the season. He's appeared in six games, one start, has pitched 10 and a third innings, given up nine hits, three earned run, earned runs, He's given up one home run, four walks, 10 strikeouts, opponents hitting 243 against the sophomore, John Chomko, C-H-O-M-K-O. Chomko listed at 6-2-190 out of Tomball, Texas. The umpires today will have Randy Watkins behind the plate, Zach Neff, 
at first base and Greg Swanson at third. Blue Raider coach Blake Hunt takes his position down in the third base coach's box where that he will be in the shade for the most part. Lucas Ray, the first base coach, will be in the sun. 94 degrees, our game time temperature, very slight wind. Let's pause 10 seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs, Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer with you from San Antonio. Teams uh, have played here nine times. Raiders have won three. San Antonio has won six. But two years ago in 2019, the Raiders took two out of three in this in a three-game series. Tomko Raider with the first pitch. The right-hander delivers, and Fausto Lopez swinging at the first pitch. Fouls it out of play for strike one. Lopez, the Blue Raiders shortstop, 290 on the season. Leads the league in stolen bases. In fact, he is third nationally in stolen bases with 17. Also leads our team in doubles with six. As a count of one strike as Chomko delivers, pitches low and outside for a ball. And it is one and one. Head coach Pat Hallmark has tried a lot of combinations in the pitching department. And he is uh, going with Chomko, making only his second start of the season. Lopez swings and misses on an off-speed pitch. And the count is one ball and two strikes to the Blue Raider shortstop. Chomko's only start this year came against Texas Arlington back on March the 6th, and he pitched well in that game. Here's the one-two pitch outside and high, four ball, two and two. He went uh, three and two-thirds innings, gave up no runs on two hits three walks and had two strikeouts when he was taken out of the game and did not figure in the decision. 2-2 the count to Lopez. And the pitch to the plate, low in the dirt for ball three. So full count to the Raider leadoff man who has reached base in 19 consecutive games. Lopez, a right-handed batter against the right-hander Chomko. He pitches out of the stretch. And a swing and a miss, strike three. Lopez going after a letter-high fastball, came up empty, and that is out number one here in the first inning. And we'll bring JT Mabry to the plate. Sophomore second baseman. Hitting 277. He is tied for the team league and uh, team lead in RBIs with 14. A right-handed batter, as uh, are all the Blue Raider hitters today, with the exception of Nathan Sanders, the center fielder. First pitch is a strike call. Nothing in one to Mabry. Glad to have you along on this Friday afternoon from San Antonio. As Chomko delivers, low in the dirt. Missed outside, and it is one ball and one strike. 
setting the Roadrunners for you defensively. They will have Ocha at third base, Lamb at shortstop, Tapia at second base, and Paxson is the first baseman with Thornquist behind the plate. Bailey, Rock, and King in the outfield. The 1-1 pitch. Avery took a strike on the outside corner. It's one and two. We are playing on natural uh, grass, natural dirt. This is a very well-kept field. There's a swing and a foul tip caught by the catcher for a strikeout. And that is out number two. And Chomko has fanned the first two here in the first inning. The batter will be Cole Escher, the Blue Raider right fielder. Escher. 364, he is the team's leading hitter. Stands in from the right side against Chomko. And the pitch to the plate. Missed inside with a fastball, ball one. The left fielder out there is Bailey and he's playing deep. Shaded a little toward the left center. Center fielder just about straight away and the right fielder also playing deep. So the count, one ball to Escher, who hits it to shortstop. Lamb gloves it. Throw over the first in time and it's a quick one, two, three inning for Chomko and the Roadrunners here in the first. The Raiders go down in order. Nothing across, we'll go to the bottom of the first inning. Middle Tennessee nothing and UTSA coming to bat on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Grannis and Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Grannis and Associates PC CPAs at gcpas.com. Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. And we go to the bottom half of inning number one. As Aaron Brown takes the mound for the Blue Raiders. Junior right-hander with a record of 4-2. 3.40 earned run average, making his eighth appearance and eighth start. He has two complete games. Brown in 42 and a third innings has allowed 25 hits. 16 earned runs. He's given up five home runs, has walked nine and struck out 61. And opponents hitting 167 against Brown, who is in his last outing pitched a commanding game, a two hitter to defeat Rice in the first game of the series a week ago. 
Griffin Paxton will lead it off for San Antonio and takes a strike, nothing in one. Paxton batting from the left side. Their leading hitter at 386. As Brown looks into Hagenau and delivers. Strike caught the inside corner and he's quickly ahead 0-2. Coker at third and Lopez at short, Mabry at second. Daniel Freeman at first base around the Blue Raider infield with Dillingham, Sanders and Escher left to right in the outfield. Two strikes the count and he hits it right back up the middle for a base hit. So with two strikes, good piece of hitting by Paxton, who has now reached base in 11 straight games. Sharp single. Hit it right back up the middle, and that is the first hit of this ball game. So Paxton at first base, and the batter is Dylan Rock, the center fielder. And he too is a good hitter like Paxton. Dylan Rock hitting 318 on the year. Three homers, 16 runs batted in. Blue Raider infield looks for a ground ball and a pitch a strike at the knees from Brown. Nothing in one. Paxton with that leadoff single. He is the third leading hitter in Conference USA and has just upped his average by a little bit. One strike to count. The pitch and Rock pops it up into right center field. Very deep going back is the center fielder Sanders. He'll grab it right up against the wall for out number one. That was an outstanding play by Nathan Sanders in center field. That ball traveled a lot farther than it appeared when it left the bat and Sanders has had to chase it to the wall in right center. Leaped up against that wall and made the catch for out number one. Batter is Kyle Bergeron, designated hitter. He'll hit from the right side. Hitting 250. Double play still in order and Browns pitches a strike. Nothing in one. Bergeron has a reached base streak of 17 straight games. Slight lead at first for the runner, Paxton. Pitches outside and the count goes to one ball and one strike. One out here in the bottom of the first inning. No score in case you just joined us. We are in San Antonio. The Raiders and the Roadrunners meeting for the first time since 2019. Here's the pitch. Mr. Way and it's Two balls and a strike to Bergeron. Bergeron out of Bridge City, Texas. He's a graduate student here. The pitch. Pop foul out of play back behind us. Count will go to two and two. Group of Blue Raider parents sitting uh, over to my right. 
and some San Antonio fans right down in front of me and to my left, and they have now increased their numbers to outnumber our fans. There's a pitch low, and the count's going to go full to Bergeron, three and two. Paxson does not have any stolen bases, nor has he attempted any this season, but we'll keep an eye on him anyway with a 3-2 count. Brown out of the stretch. The runner does go, and the pitch is fouled down the third baseline. So the count will hold at 3-2. and two. Nick Thornquist, the catcher, is the on-deck hitter. The Roadrunners dropped a three-game set to Southern Mississippi here last weekend. The fourth game, the last game of the series, was canceled because of bad weather. Swing and a miss, the runner goes. Throw to second, it should be in time, and it is. That is a strike them out, throw them out, double play as Paxson was off and running. Bergeron struck out on the pitch and Hagenau nailed the throw down to second base to Fausto Lopez who put the tag on Paxton coming in. And that is all in the first inning, no runs, one hit and nobody left. We've completed one full inning, Middle Tennessee nothing and UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Out here, we charge into the heartland with Mountain Dew. Out here, there's no rush hour, just the rush of flying wide open on glassy water at 5 a.m. with your first dew in hand. And there's no spin class, just bright green spinner bait that ironically matches your second dew. Out here, we don't just play big buck hunt, we hunt actual big bucks. And out here, the best road is off-road, and the color of your truck is mud. Out here, it's dew. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, Care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We move to the Blue Raiders' second inning. Raiders went down in order in the first inning with two strikeouts, and we'll have Coker, Hagenau, and Williams to face the right-hander, Chomko, here in the second inning. Brett Coker will lead it off. He's in the cleanup spot. Sophomore third baseman from Hendersonville hitting 332 or 232 with three home runs and 14 driven in. He and Mabry tied for the team league and runs batted in. Chomko, the starter, pitches out of the stretch and delivers a swing and a miss. One strike to call. Here's the count to Coker. Hagenau and Williams to follow. And now the sun has disappeared behind the cloud, thankfully for the fans here and the players too, I expect. The pitch just outside, four ball, one ball and one strike. 
No score. We're in the top of the second inning. Game one of a four-game series between these two Conference USA foes. The 1-1 pitch, off-speed strike at the letters. One ball, two strikes. Brett would like to see that again and know it's coming, of course. One and two, the count. And the pitch is outside for a ball, two balls and two strikes. Chomko is a very deliberate worker has pitched in relief for the most part this year, making his second start, so he is pitching out of the stretch, even with nobody on base. Two and two, the count to Coker. And a ground ball right back to the mound. Chomko will run half the way to first, make a little underhanded toss, and that retires Coker for the first out here in the second inning. With one out, the batter is the catcher, Jake Hagenow. Jake hitting 236, three homers, eight runs batted in. Now they're going to shift on him, playing three infielders to the left of second base. And a check swing and a strike called. This is the first time I recall seeing a shift in games that I've seen this year. Shortstop moved over to try and close the hole between third and short and the second baseman to the left of second base as Hagenau takes a strike and it's no, no balls and two strikes. Perfect pitch to try and hit the other way as they're is nobody on the right side of the infield except the first baseman. And he's playing well off the bag. So a two-strike count. And it's popped up right side. First baseman is over near the Blue Raider dugout and up against the dugout fence will make the catch for out number two. Plenty of foul ground here, and first baseman Paxson had time to get over there. It was a high foul pop-up. And the Raiders in the first base dugout in the sun. San Antonio down third base way there in the shade. And the first pitch is taken for a strike by Jacob Williams, nothing in one. Williams getting his uh, second start of the season as the designated hitter. Right-hander comes set and delivers. Strike on the outside corner and it's nothing in two. Infield goes back to playing normal positions for this right-handed batter. Two strikes, the count. And he slammed it. That's a fair ball rolling down into foul ground down the left field line. Williams on his way to second base, and he will come in there standing up for the double. So Jacob Williams getting a rare start. 
takes advantage of it and sends a double. Slammed it between the third baseman, Hocha, and the bag, and it rolled in foul ground down in the left field corner. So the batter is Daniel Freeman. Freeman getting his second start. Jacob Williams had been 0 for 5 going into this game, so that was his first hit of the season. Here's the pitch. Freeman fouls it away to the right. Strike one. Freeman's first start was last uh, Sunday against Rice. He had uh, three walks and a double and was instrumental in uh, producing some runs for the Raiders. A one-strike count. Williams leads from second. The ball is slammed to the third baseman, off his glove, into foul territory. They'll hold the runners at first and third. We'll see how they score that. That ball was hard hit. It went either off the glove or the chest of the third baseman, Ocha, and right now he feels like he has a target painted on the front of his uniform. They're going to charge an error. So runners at first and third with two outs, and the batter is Brian Dillingham, Raiders left fielder. Dillingham, a 200 hitter. Two on, two out here in the second inning. And the pitch. Laid it right in there for a call strike, nothing in one. Nathan Sanders waiting to hit next. Dillingham making his seventh start of the season. He is four out of 20 for that 200 average. And the pitch to the plate is a swing and a miss. Like a slider coming low and away and Dillingham went after it. Nothing in two the count. These San Antonio outfielders are playing everybody fairly deep. The wind has picked up just a little bit since the start of the game. Two strikes the count to Dillingham. Runners at first and third. And now Chomko, the pitcher, backs off the rubber. Push the reset button. We'll do it again. There goes the runner. They throw back to third and do not get Williams and Freeman cruises into second. Give him a stolen base. He hesitated between first and second and instead of going that way, Chomko trying to keep that uh, runner at third base threw over there, but Williams is able to get back. So now second and third and the pitch in the dirt outside, they appeal and they say he did not go. So it's one ball and two strikes. One and two the count. So he's been working Dillingham, trying to get him bite on that outside pitch. 
Let's see what he does here with a one-tooth count. And he hit it into center field, coming in a few steps and making the catch will be the center fielder, Rock, and that's going to end the second inning. So the Raiders post a threat, but leave two stranded. No runs, one hit, one error. Two men left on base. We'll go to the bottom half of inning number two. It's Middle Tennessee nothing and UTSA nothing. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the second inning, and UTSA will have their cleanup hitter leading off. That is Nick Thornquist, the catcher, followed by King and Lamb against right-hander Aaron Brown. Blue Raider outfielders not playing nearly as deep as the San Antonio. Outfielders play. There's a pitch outside, ball one to Thornquist. Hitting 305. Leads their team with 24 runs batted in, and this is just their 23rd game. So he's averaging over an RBI a game. The pitch. Hit it to short. Lopez up cleanly, and the throw to first in time for the out. One up, one down in the second inning as Thornquist grounds to Lopez at short. And the batter is Chase King, the right fielder. King hitting 333. He will bat from the left side. Against the right-hander, Aaron Brown. Lopez shades just a little bit towards second base. Not much of a shift. Pitch is high for ball one to King. Second baseman Mabry playing in the hole. We'll try to cut off anything hit that way. One ball, no strikes. And a pitch just missed the outside corner for ball two. 2-0. and oh. Brown took a little off that pitch and tried to hit that outside corner, but just missed. Two balls, no strikes. Here's a ground ball to first. Freeman's got it. He'll make the play unassisted. Four out number two. So King grounds to 
Daniel Freeman at first. Two up, two down in the second inning, and the batter is the shortstop, Joshua Lamb. Stands in there at 294. Leads their team in doubles with eight. He's also driven in 22 runs. As a freshman in 2018, he was named to the Conference USA All-Freshman Team. Takes a pitch which is just high for ball one. One ball, no strikes to Lamb. In that season, he started all games at shortstop and hit 289 and got first team all freshman honors. Ball hit to right field. Escher backs up a few steps, changes direction and makes the catch route number three. That one had him fooled a little bit. That wind has picked up a little and now seems to be blowing left to right instead of uh, the other way, which uh, it was before the game. So three up and three down in the second inning, nothing across. For the Roadrunners, we have played two. It's Middle Tennessee nothing and UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raiders, thinking about buying a second home along the coast? I've got you covered. From Gulf Shores to Apalachicola, or maybe a condo cabin in the Smokies, I've got that covered too. Buying, selling, or auction here in Middle Tennessee, not a problem either. Call on me, Richard Lewis, for all of your real estate dreams. Oh, by the way, I'm never too busy for any of your referrals. Exit Realty, Bob Lamb and Associates, 615-896-5656. Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the third inning. Right-hander John Chomko making his third start. I'm sorry, making his second start of the season. We'll face Nathan Sanders, and then we'll go back to the top of the batting order. I checked on that wind uh, between innings. It has changed direction now out of the west-northwest at seven. That means it's blowing left to right. May have been what caused Escher a little problem out there in right field, but he was able to make the catch to end the second inning. Temperature's uh, gone up one degree to 95. And the first pitch to Sanders, a strike called at the knees, nothing in one. Talking to some of the parents who were here in 2019, I was not. I think Bob Jamison did that series, but they were remarking that it was very chilly in that uh, series back in 2019. Ball hit high in the air and foul ground. Catcher coming back, third baseman over, and that was going to be over the Screen and up into the bleachers down the third base side. (laughs) 
Guy just missed making a circus catch. Deflected it off to a fellow spectator. Two strikes the count to Sanders. Nathan hitting 176. And the pitch high for a ball, one and two. Sanders has just had trouble getting on track this season. Maybe the hot weather will help him. He has one home run, hit that uh, in Birmingham. The pitch, high ball two, two and two to the Raiders center fielder. Nathan, a native of Smyrna. Played at Smyrna High School. They're playing him straight away. As he leads off the third inning. Ball popped up again in the foul ground, about the same spot. Are you going to have another chance? Nope. Went the other side, and our spectator was not able to move fast enough <laughs> to get that one, and I know the feeling. Got holes at two and two. Pastel Lopez, top of the batting order, waiting next. Chumko's pitch, check swing, strike three called. I think Nathan knew it, caught the outside corner. And that is out number one. That's the third strikeout for Chomko, who fanned Lopez and Mabry to open the first inning. So one out. Lopez stands in. And Chomko's first pitch to Fausto is a strike on the outside corner. Chomko had walked four in 10 innings coming into this game, but he has had only one three ball count, and that was on Lopez in the first inning when he went three and two and struck him out. Here's the one strike pitch, and it's grounded to the first baseman, and he bobbles it, but tosses to the pitcher covering, and they get there in time for the out. I think he could have just stepped on the bag, but Pitcher was over there, and the first baseman, Paxton, bobbled it, but got it to the pitcher. So the play goes three to one for the second out. And with the bases empty, J.T. Mabry will hit. Struck out swinging in the first inning. Here's the pitch, and it swung on, hit to right field. Coming in a few steps and making the grab there is King, and that's going to be all for the Raiders in the third inning. Three up and three down, nothing across. So we will go to the bottom of the third. Still no score. Middle Tennessee and UTSA on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. At Ascension St. Thomas, care 
is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word, it's our calling. Make your next appointment at getsthealthcare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. We go to the bottom of the third inning, no score here in San Antonio. First of a four-game series between the Raiders and the Roadrunners. Raiders in their all-gray road uniforms, blue lettering, blue numerals. San Antonio with a nice color combination of navy blue and white lettering, white numerals, white pants, navy blue socks, some of them showing and bloused as is the case with Tapia, second baseman who stands in. And some of them wearing those pants all the way down to their ankles. Here's Brown's first pitch, and it's a strike call, nothing in one. I always like San Antonio's color scheme. It's, it's navy blue and bright orange, not that dull orange that we're used to seeing in the volunteer state, but uh, a very nice color combination. Ball hit high in the air and fairly deep. Sanders over in right center is going to reach up, pluck that one out of the sky, and that is out number one here in the third inning. So Tapia flies to Sanders in right center. Here's Austin Ocha. Ochoa. I'll go with the PA man. He's done every game here. Ochoa. He is a freshman. Big kid. He's standing in the right-hand batter's box. Stands almost straight up, and the pitch is a strike on the outside corner. Nothing in one. Ochoa listed at 6'2", 215 out of Refugio, Texas. The one strike pitch. Change up just missed. He held up and took it for ball one, one ball and one strike. No one, one pitch. Check swing. Aaron tried to hit that inside corner and again just missed. Two and one to Ochoa. He's number eight in the order. It'll be followed by Bailey. No score. We're in the bottom of the third inning. And Brown's pitch is a swing and a miss. He threw that hard fastball right past him. Two and two the count. So we've got five, maybe six sets of parents here following the Blue Raiders all the way to San Antonio. Two balls and two strikes. And 
Aaron Brown with the pitch fouled off to the right. That's going to be out of play. There's some folks sitting on a berm outside the right field uh, fence, which separates the playing field from foul ground or from. Uh, Here's ball hit to short. Lopez, nice stop on the edge of the grass. Throw to first in time and got him. Costo, good play as he was moving toward the bag. Short hopped it, came up with a sidearm throw to first to retire Ochoa. We're out number two. The batter is Ian Bailey. Bailey hits from the right side. He is their home run leader with five. Bailey, a senior. He is a native of San Antonio and a transfer from Grambling University. Off-speed strike on the outside corner from Brown. Nothing in one. We are scoreless in the third. There's a ground foul past third. Kicks off that fence down the left field line. Count is 0-2. The bullpens here are in foul ground and are unprotected, so strike three call at the knees. Zip the fastball in, and Bailey called out on strikes. Saw three pitches, and that's the end of the third. Nothing across. For the Roadrunners, totals after three. Middle Tennessee, no runs, one hit, no errors. UTSA, no runs, one hit, and one error. Scoreless as we go to the fourth on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Tri-Green Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. Cole Escher will lead off the fourth inning for the Raiders. Granted to short in the first inning. So Chomko starting his fourth inning of work. The most he has pitched in a game this year is three and two-thirds innings. So we'll see how he fares here in the fourth inning against the heart of the Blue Raider batting order, Escher, Coker, and Hagenow. Escher check swing and a appeal. It's ruled that he did not swing. One ball, no strikes. 
That was an off-speed pitch and Cole held up. Outside for a ball, 2-0. 364 coming into the game for Cole Escher. Raiders leading hitter, average-wise. And the fastball's in for a strike, two and one. Escher also has an excellent on-base percentage of 479. Two balls and a strike. Strike two is called, caught the outside corner, and it's two and two. On base percentage is figured by dividing at bats into total bases, or vice versa, I can never remember which, but just as you figure a batting average with hits, figure uh, ground ball to short. And a high throw to first, and Paxton came down with it for out number one. Now, I think I gave you some misinformation. On base percentage is figured by the number of times the player reaches base, whether by a hit, an error, a walk, whatever. So you might say Escher reaches base 48% of the time. That time he did not. Is grounded to short for the second straight at bat. The batter is Coker. Outside for a ball. I think I was trying to explain slugging percentage there. And you get me past batting average and earned run average, then I'm in, in a world of hurt. And don't even talk about velocity off the bat and that sort of thing. The pitch. Missed inside. 2-0. can pretty much tell when the ball's hit hard. You don't have to describe it in miles per hour, in my humble opinion. Two balls, no strikes. Chomko with the pitch, and it's driven into left center field. Center fielder on a long run was go, will make a running catch in left center. So that is out number two. So that one, I would say, was hit hard, but out. Wynn may have held that one up a little bit. Here is Hagenow. Jake fouled out in the first inning, 0 for 1. 236 average coming in. Two outs, bases empty. Raiders batting in the fourth, and Hagenow bounces it to third, charging Ochoa, bobbled it, and the throw to first still got him. Ochoa bobbled it. It came out of his glove. He got it back quickly and hurried the throw and was able to get Hagenow coming down the line. So play it five to three for the put out. Three up and three down in the fourth inning. And we will move to the bottom of the fourth, Middle Tennessee nothing, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Ranison Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Any way you slice it, your game day won't be complete without soft, delicious bunny bread and bunny buns, an official corporate partner of Blue Raider Athletics. Whether you're watching with friends, cheering in the stands, or tuning in at home, count on Bunny to help strike out hunger and give you energy. So pick up some Bunny Buns and Bunny Bread today. It's sure to be a home run. That's what I said. Bunny Bread. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Top of the back order coming in for the Roadrunners here in the fourth inning. Aaron Brown has retired all nine of the first hitters, but had a double play in there. In the first inning, they strike him out, throw him out, double play, which erased Paxton, who had let off with a single. So he is back up there looking for a second hit. That's from the left side against the right-hander Aaron Brown. In three innings, he's allowed the one hit, hasn't walked anybody, and struck out two. First pitch misses for ball one. Comes back with a low fastball that misses the strike zone, and it's 2-0 and to Paxton. Paxton, four home runs on the season. There's a strike at the knees, two balls and a strike. Griffin Paxton. He is third in the league in hitting coming into this game at 386. He's up that average a little with the first inning hit. There's a ground foul pass first. And the count will go to two and two on Paxton. In 2019, played in all 58 games, started 57, and hit 280. In the shortened season last year, hit 327. Count of two and two. Brown delivers, swinging a foul to the screen. Jackson came in in 2019 out of McLennan Junior College, where in his last year there, he hit 367. So he has been a hitter ever since his junior college days, and I'm sure back before that also. Swing and a ball hit down the left field line. Long run, Dillingham reaches down and makes the catch about knee high. Difficult play, but handled nicely out there by Brian Dillingham. For out number one, and Paxson's bid for a double is denied. With one out, the batter is Dylan Rock. Hit a deep fly to center that 
Nathan Sanders caught up against the wall in the first inning. Brown with a pitch, swing and a foul out of play. One strike to count. So I understand there's some bad weather to the south of you folks at home. We hope everybody's safe and sound. Watching the Weather Channel today, there was a lot of nasty stuff down in Mississippi and Alabama. Strike two called, caught the outside corner, and it is 0-2 to Rock. The 318 batting average with an on-base percentage of 419. A swing and a miss, and Brown takes care of Rock on with three pitches. And that is out number two and strikeout number three in the game for Aaron Brown. And the batter will be Bergeron, the designated hitter. He was a Brown strikeout victim in the first inning. On a 3-2 pitch, he went down swinging, and the runner at first, Paxton, was thrown out trying to steal. A 2-6 double play to end the first inning. Ergeron takes it low and outside, ball one. Speaking of double plays, that was the 24th for the Raiders here in game number 28. Raiders have played five more games than San Antonio, although the conference games are about the same. There's a strike called, one and one. Raiders four, three and one, and the Roadrunners three and four in league play. Ball and a strike and a swinging strike, and it's one and two. Pitcher's mat almost in the shadows now. The shadows coming from the trees over behind the left field bleachers and the third base dugout. The pitch. Caught the outside corner, and that is a call third strike. Back-to-back strikeouts will end the fourth inning for the Roadrunners. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. Three up, three down for San Antonio. We have completed four, still no score, on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision-making when you drink? Well, after one drink, you feel confident. A few more, and calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. 
And we're going to the fifth inning here in San Antonio. Got a nice pitcher's duel going. No score. Each team has one hit. Kind of expect that from Aaron Brown. But the pitcher, Chomko, for UTSA, a little bit of an unknown quantity, making his only his second start of the season. But now he has gone four full innings, which is the, his high. His previous high had been three and two-thirds. So he will face Jacob Williams, who has the only Blue Raider hit. That was a scorching double down the third baseline back in the second inning. He was stranded. So Chomko's pitch to Williams is a check swing and a strike call. Threw him an off-speed pitch. Nothing in one. I'm sure the scouting reports are not as extensive in college baseball as they are in the professional ranks. So sometimes you just have to go on an at-bat-to-at-bat basis to see what guys like to hit and what they don't like to hit. Pitches outside in the dirt and the count one and one to Jacob Williams. So he probably will not get a pitch like he did in the second inning when he hit that double. Here's the 1-1 pitch. Swing and a miss, another off-speed pitch. So they have scratched the fastball from his repertoire for this batter at least. One ball and two strikes. The count to Williams. He's a big, strong, right-handed batter. And the pitch to the plate struck him out. Had him reaching on an outside fastball, and that is all for Williams. He is out number one, strikeout number four for Chomko. Here's Daniel Freeman. He had a shot that ricocheted off the third baseman and who was charged with an error back in the second inning. So he also might get something different here. One out, nobody on, top of the fifth. And Chomko's pitch swung on, hit in the hole, and passed the diving shortstop Lamb into left field, and Freeman has a base hit. So I think that's his second hit of the season. Let me check. As Dillingham comes in, check the stat sheet on Freeman. That is his second hit of the season. He's at first with one out. Dillingham with a fly ball to center field in the second inning. Throw to first, runner back. Now Freeman stole a base, although the stolen base was, he was given that stolen base on a delayed steal. They did not throw down to second or try to get him on the hesitation play. Here's the pitch. It is just outside for ball one. Left fielder out there, Bailey, is in the shadows. Shadows are just creeping over the field from third base toward first base. One ball, no strikes to Dillingham. 
Runner goes, and the ball's hit to left field. Bailey going back, still going back near the wall. And that one is gone. That is a home run for Dillingham. And it will be Bryant's first of the season. And will give the Raiders a two to nothing lead. They started Freeman on the pitch and Dillingham hit it over the left fielder's head and over the left field wall for a home run. The batter will be Nathan Sanders. So hit number two and runs number one and two off Chomko. Pitches low to Sanders, ball one. Now I've got to do a little digging here and check Mr. Tillingham for you. See if that's his first. See, I know it's his first of the season. Sanders takes a strike. One ball and one strike. That is Dillingham's first Blue Raider home run. And it gives the Raiders a two to nothing lead as the pitch comes inside to Sanders for ball two. Bryant started 13 of 14 games played last year, had no homers and a 262 batting average. There's a ball hit foul and out of play to the left and the count will go to two and two. So Dillingham, a transfer from the State College of Florida out of the junior college ranks with his first Blue Raider home run. Sanders hits it high in the air into shallow left field. The shortstop Lamb backing up is under it and he's got it for out number two. So Sanders pops out to Lamb and short left field for the second out and the batter is Costa Lopez as we start the third trip through the batting order for John Chomko. The home run by Dillingham was also his first extra base hit of the year and his first two runs batted in. Pitch to Lopez, Fausto swings and misses for strike one. Two nothing Raiders were in the top of the fifth inning. Right-hander delivers a swing and a ground ball to third. Chaw up with it over the first in time, and that's going to do it for the Raiders in the fifth inning, but not before two runs cross the plate on two hits. And there was nobody left. We are halfway home as we go to the bottom of the fifth inning. It's Middle Tennessee 2 and UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Las Casas Drugs is a proud sponsor of Blue Raider Athletics, located at 4702 Las Casas Pike, just minutes from Murfreesboro. Las Casas Drugs strives to provide all of your pharmaceutical needs in that hometown atmosphere you deserve. Family-owned and operated, Las Casas Drugs offers free delivery, immunizations, drive through window, gift shop, merchandise, and medication management programs. Come by and see how we can make a difference. And go Blue Raiders! Nothing is more expensive than a missed opportunity that could have changed your life. Maybe you're just graduating high school, or are working and need to earn a degree to advance your career. Or you aspire to be a leader, and a graduate degree can make that happen. Whether you're just starting out or retooling for the future, Middle Tennessee State University can help you get there. MTSU, the University of Opportunities. WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the bottom of the fifth inning. Aaron Brown now with a two-run lead. As Brian Dillingham supplied both runs with a two-run homer. Blue Raider fans get ahead of the game with the best home services team in town for your heating, air conditioning, plumbing, electrical, and home improvement needs. Lee Company is the team to call at H six seven one thousand or online at LeeCompany.com. Brown's first pitch in the fifth is a strike at the knees to the catcher Thornquist. Granted to short in the second inning, 0 for 1. Right-hander Aaron Brown delivers and caught the outside corner with a good fast one. Nothing and two the count. Elsewhere in the league today, Old Dominion at Florida Atlantic. Marshall is at Western Kentucky. UAB at Southern Miss. Charlotte playing at Florida International. La Tech is at Rice. And a foul to the screen. The count holds it two strikes. And the wind kicks up a little bit. Blue Raider softball in action against Marshall at home. They're playing a doubleheader today. Here's the pitch outside for a ball, one and two. Thornquist, King, and Lamb, four, five, six hitters facing Aaron Brown here in inning number five. Raiders leading two to nothing. There's a foul out of play. Middle Tennessee is in the West Division in baseball in Conference USA. They were in the East Division in basketball. Now, don't ask me to explain that. But right now, the Raiders are third in the West behind Louisiana Tech and Southern Miss. There's a swing and a miss, and Thornquist down on strikes for out number one. Strikeout number five for Aaron Brown, and that is his third straight strikeout. The batter is Chase King. King grounded out in the second inning. He's 0 for 1, left-handed batter. So it's La Tech 6 and 2, Southern Miss 4 and 3, Middle Tennessee 4, 3 and 1. Then 
UTSA at three and four, Rice two five and one, and UAB two and five makes up the Western Division standings going into play this weekend. First pitch to King is outside for ball one. Over in the east, you've got Old Dominion and Charlotte tied on top at seven and one. Pitch fouled away to the left side, out of play, one and one. The only hit off Aaron Brown has been a leadoff single in the first inning by Griffin Paxton. And he was erased on a strike him out, throw him out double play. Other than that, Brown has faced the minimum, the pitch. That's a strike on the outside corner, good off speed delivery. One ball and two strikes. Outfield straight away for this left-handed hitter who has hit four home runs this season. Swing and a foul tip. Just off Hagenau's chest protector and the count holds at a ball and two strikes. King will be followed by the shortstop Lamb. That pitch just missed the knees. Brown thought he had him struck out. Count will go to two and two. Folks out there with their lawn chairs and umbrellas on the hill getting a lot of sunshine today. That's down the right field line, the pitch. Hit in the air down the left field line and Dillingham moving over near the line. Two steps in foul ground. He will haul it in for out number two. Two up and two down in the fifth. Here's the shortstop, Joshua Lamb. Coach Blake Hunt out of the dugout, moving his outfielders around a little bit. For this right-handed batter, he flied to right in the second inning, and he's moving him a little bit that way. There's a strike call. Nothing in one to Lamb. This guy's a very consistent hitter. 294 this year. He's been in either in the 280s or 290s every season. He has played here at San Antonio. Swing and a foul to the screen, nothing in two. This uh, UTSA team is second in the league with a 285 team batting average. So he's not facing a lot of weak bats here. Two strikes the count. Struck him out swinging and the inning is over. For Aaron Brown, two strikeouts in the inning. That is six for the game, I think. Two, four, five, six strikeouts for Brown. Through five innings, it is Middle Tennessee two, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network 
From Learfield IMG College. The Doubletree by Hilton Murfreesboro is the perfect place for your next close-to-home getaway for a change of pace or to plan your next event for 2021. Located just off I-24, 30 miles south of Nashville, and situated only minutes from Middle Tennessee State University. With Hilton's clean stay and event-ready initiatives in place, you can rest assured they're taking every precaution for you to have a safe and enjoyable stay. We'll make your stay an unforgettable experience. Don't forget the cookie. What do you think of when you hear community, integrity, commitment, tradition, and partners? The folks at Sodexo know it's family, friends, neighbors, and coworkers. The people we live with, work with, share our world with, and the fans we love to serve. Sodexo is community. It's a community of more than 200 employees and nonprofit volunteers and the thousands of fans we serve at MTSU. Sodexo is a community of people who are committed to enhancing your game day experience. Sodexo, proud server of your game day concession needs and proud to serve the Blue Raiders. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Oh, your station ID. Let's go ahead and take it before this inning starts as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS, Murfreesboro. Dick Palmer with you from San Antonio, where Middle Tennessee carries a 2-0 lead here into the sixth inning against right-hander John Chomko. J.T. Mabry leads it off for the Raiders. Mabry, Escher, and Coker. As the first pitch comes low for ball one to Mabry, who has struck out and flied to right. Next pitch is check swing, and he went. And it is one and one. Brian Dillingham's first Blue Raider home run came in the bottom of the fifth inning, or I'm sorry, in the top of the fifth inning with a teammate aboard for the 2-0 Raider lead. The pitch. Get up the middle, second baseman, good pickup. Tapia throws to first and retires Mabry for out number one. Second baseman was shading him a little bit toward the bag at second and had to move quickly to his left to make the play. One out, here is Cole Escher. Escher is twice grounded to short. Chanko with a pitch, off-speed delivery is high for ball one. The entire infield, with the exception of first base, is in the shadows. A little streak of sunshine in front of the second baseman. There's a pitch outside, 2-0. But for the most part, you can say the entire infield now in the shadows, as is left field. And it's creeping over towards center. Sunfield here is right field. Time called as we will have a visit to the mound. This is our first such visit we've had in this pitcher's duel today. Blue Raider soccer is at Marshall tonight. That's the final game of the regular season. 
for the Lady Raiders. Our track teams will be in Knoxville for the Tennessee Relays. Actually started yesterday, uh, Thursday, Friday, Saturday in Knoxville. Men's tennis will play Sunday at Memphis. And women's tennis will be uh, playing today at Samford in Alabama. And then we'll play at UAB tomorrow. Two balls, no strikes to Cole Escher. Visit to the mound has ended, and they do start their bullpen. The pitch popped into right field. Right fielder coming on. He's going to have room, and looking up into the sun, makes the catch for out number two. Two up, two down in the sixth inning. Pitcher in the bullpen, not really working very hard in earnest. He is a right-hander. This is Brett Coker. He is grounded out and flied to center. Coker 0 for 2, and the pitch is swung on a miss. Strike one. So Chomko has still got pretty good velocity and spotting his pitches. We haven't had a base on balls in the entire game from either pitcher. That one's in the dirt outside. He did not go, and it's one and one. Joker checked his swing. Two outs, bases empty in the sixth. Raiders leading 2 nothing. And the pitch, swing and a miss. Well, he apparently did go on that second pitch because that is strike three. So that is all in the sixth. Three up and three down, nothing across. We will go to the bottom of the sixth inning. It's Middle Tennessee two, UTSA nothing on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. And about that scoreboard? Well, light it up, Blue Raiders. Blue Raiders fans know that being together is better, but did you know having one team for your head-to-toe health is important too? When you choose Blue Cross Blue Shield of Tennessee, you can get medical, dental, vision, wellness, and pharmacy from a mission-driven company that's been right here for more than 75 years. So you get the simplicity of one card and the peace of mind of one team working together for your health wherever you go. Now that's a huge win. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the sixth inning. Bottom three in the order, Tapia, Ochoa, and Bailey against Aaron Brown, who has set down 14 in a row since allowing the leadoff single in the first Lead inning off, to Paxton. Second baseman, number one, John Tapia. Here's Tapia. Applied to center in the third. 
Oh for one, where's number one on the back of that navy blue uniform? Got the navy blue socks and they're bloused up to the knee and it looks like a baseball player. He bunts, charging Coker, has it, throws, and Freeman can't come up with it. The throw was low and in the dirt. And that's gonna be an infield hit for Tapia. So that breaks the string of 14 in a row retired by Brown, only the second hit for the Roadrunners. So they break up that uh, string of successive batters retired with a bunt single. And the batter is Ochoa, grounded to short in the third inning. Might be looking for another bunt here. The pitch showed no intent of bunting and took it for strike one. One of the best pieces of advice I got at coaching youth baseball at a very young age, uh, working under a veteran coach. There is a ball inside, one and one. He said, when you can't hit the other team's pitcher, it's time to start the bunting attack. I've never forgotten that. That's what San Antonio did here in the sixth inning and Tapia, the runner at first. One ball and one strike to Ochoa. The runner goes, swing and a miss, the throw to second. And it is in time. Hagenau has thrown out another one. That was a one hopper to second base and Lopez right there to put the tag on Tapia. So they get the base runner that they've been looking for and Hagenau cuts him down. Play goes two to six for the first out and the count one ball and two strikes on Ochoa. So one out, base is empty here in the sixth inning. Brown with the pitch, ground foul past third. Count holds at a ball and two strikes. Ochoa, a freshman. Listed at 6'2", 215. The pitch swung on and foul to the backstop. Count holds at one and two. The Braves are opening their home schedule tonight against the Phillies, and we hope to join that game in progress when we're through here in San Antonio. Brown with a one-two pitch. Swung on and fouled out of play to the right. Count holding at a ball and two strikes. We are in the bottom of the sixth inning. Raiders leading two to nothing. Bases empty, one out. Brown's pitch swung on and foul tip just out of Hagenau's mitt. Couldn't hang on to it. So the count holds at one and two. Okay. 
Third baseman Coker guarding the line as if it were in the late innings. There's a pitch in the dirt, ball two, two and two. And uh, who knows, they may consider this the late innings. We're in the bottom of the sixth. Two balls, two strikes, the count to Ochoa. Swing and a miss, struck him out. He went fishing for an outside pitch. And that is strikeout number seven for Aaron Brown. And the batter is Ian Bailey. Struck him out on three pitches in the third inning. Seven strikeouts for the Blue Raider right-hander, who ranks number six in the nation going into this game. He had 61. He's added seven more today. There's a pitch low and outside for ball one to Bailey. Bailey was struck out looking in the third inning. So two down, base is empty. A swing and a miss. And it's one and one to Bailey. Aaron Brown, and there's a the ball hit cleanly in the left field for a base hit. So that is the third hit for the Roadrunners, two of them coming in this inning, but the leadoff batter who laid down a bunch single was thrown out trying to steal. So with two outs and a runner at first, the batter is Paxton who had the other hit off Brown. That was a single in the first inning as their leadoff batter. That's from the left side. Brown pitching out of the stretch and a swing and a foul down the left field line. Everybody on a long run. That one's going to be out of play. Their bullpen continues to work. I don't know if they would pull Chomko. He has pitched six really good innings. Allowed only two runs and three hits. But that two-run homer to Dillingham is the difference in the game right now. Here's the pitch. Paxton took it in the dirt. Gets away from Hagenau. And, in fact, Freeman, the first baseman, had to come halfway down the line to pick it up. So down to second goes Bailey. That will be a wild pitch. Pitch was in the dirt. And the count is one and one on Griffin Paxton. With a runner at second base. This is a dangerous hitter. 386 coming in and the Raider pitching coach Kyle Bunn coming out of the dugout to have a conference with his pitcher. Nashville has a new local news source that is Main Street Nashville has all the local news and sports from around the mid state. You can subscribe to the daily e-newspaper at MainStreetNashville.com. 
Murfreesboro Post is a member of the Main Street family. Two teams play a doubleheader tomorrow. That will start at 1 o'clock. We'll be on the air at 12.45. And then a single game Sunday starts at 11 to conclude the series. Last time the Raiders were here, they won two out of three as they won six to two. I'm sorry, they won seven to four in the first game. Lost the second game 10 to four and then won the third game nine to four. So the count is one and one to Paxton. Pitch is swung on and fouled out of play. Count goes to one and two. Paxson's on-base percentage is 500, which is amazing. Anything 400 or better is considered very good. That means he reaches base every other time he steps to the plate. Inside and almost hit him. Did hit him. So he has reached base for the second time in this game. Just brushed his uniform leg. So we've had a wild pitch, a hit batsman, a bunt single, a clean single, and a strikeout all in this sixth inning. So this is the first time that Aaron Brown has been in any sort of difficulty in the game, and he's going to have to face Dylan Rock with two men on and two outs. He's flied to center and struck out. Good hitters hitting over 300 on the season. First and second, two outs. And the pitch, low in the dirt, got away from Hagenow, and that's going to be another wild pitch. We'll send runners scurrying to second and third. So we got the tying runs in scoring position with two outs and a one ball count to Rock. And Aaron Brown, who has breezed through the first five innings, finds himself in some hot water here in the sixth. One ball, no strikes. Swinging a foul to the backstop. One and one. Brown has two complete games this season. And the way he was pitching through the first five innings looked as though he was going to get another one. But he's got to survive this sixth inning. Runners at second and third, two outs, and a 1-1 count to the batter, Dylan Rock. In the dirt, good stop by Hagenow. That was almost another wild pitch. Two and one. Might be overthrowing just a little bit. Maybe that's what Coach Bunn was out talking to him about. Two balls and a strike. Check swing. Did he go? They say no. Three and one. There have been uh, several appeals in the game, and the first base umpire has spread his arms out wide, saying no swing on each time he's been asked. 
Three balls and a strike. A swing and a miss. He just blew that one right past him. That'll run the count full to three and two. Two outs in the sixth. It's a big pitch coming up for Aaron Brown. You got the DH waiting to hit next. Now batter asks for time and steps out of the box. Swing and a ball hit to right field. That's in for a hit. That's going to score two, and we've got a tie ball game. Rock sliced it to right field. Drives in a pair. And we are two to two here in the sixth inning. RBIs number 17 and 18 for Dylan Rock. Hit number four, runs number one and two off Aaron Brown, and the batter is Bergeron, who has struck out twice. Runner at first, two outs. So we've got us a brand new ball game here in San Antonio. The pitch is bunted foul. Back to the backstop. One strike. That runner at first had quite a big lead. He was acting as if he was going to steal and then held up. Bergeron not bunting to sacrifice because there are two outs in the inning. Count is one strike. Brown comes set. And the pitch, strike two called. Worked that outside portion of the plate down around the knees, and it's nothing in two. Brown comes set and delivers. Fouled off to the right out of play. Count holes at two strikes. The entire field is now in the shadows with the exception of right field. That's still a sun field. And the pitch. Hit into right center. Escher moving back. He is there and makes the grab for out number three. So Brown gets out of that inning without any further damage, but two runs on three hits. One man left. Totals after six, Middle Tennessee, two runs, three hits, no errors. UTSA, two runs, four hits, one error. We're two to two going into the seventh inning on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Let me tell you a thing or two about the people who don't compromise. They love Pepsi Zero Sugar. Why? Because it's got all the flavor and zero the sugar. How's that for not compromising? They're the sort of person that likes surf with their turf. And the drink with their feast? Yeah, they have a Pepsi Zero Sugar. The person who doesn't compromise loves a good golden doodle. All the golden retriever goodness with just a hint of doodle. And when they're bringing said golden doodle for a walk, 
They bring a Pepsi Zero Sugar. Zero Sugar, done right. That's what I like. Hi, I'm Chip Walters with Exit Realty Bob Lamb & Associates. You might know me as the voice of the Blue Raiders, but I want you to know me as your realtor. Whether you're buying or selling, it's time to choose Chip. If you have a growing family, are you thinking about downsizing? Are you relocating to Middle Tennessee? Well, it's time to choose Chip. Go to my website, choosechip.net. There you'll find a dynamic home search engine plus a ton of other features that'll help you during your search. If you're looking for a realtor that's professional and has your best interest at heart, it's time to choose Chip. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. As we go to the seventh inning, we have a new pitcher. This guy has been warming up in the bullpen for a good while. Luke Malone will take over the pitching duties. Here for the Roadrunners, right-hander, 6'3", 215, redshirt sophomore from Round Rock. Texas. Malone making his seventh appearance. He started five games. So this is only his second game as a non-starter. 23 innings pitched, 26 hits allowed, 15 earned runs. He has walked 10, struck out 18. Opponents hitting 286. Earned run average 5.87 and a 1-1 record for Luke Malone. So he comes in with a chance to be the pitcher of record in a tie ball game. First pitch to Jake Hagenow is up high for ball one. Hagenow, Williams and Freeman here in the seventh inning. Right-hander delivers and it's a strike on the outside corner. One ball, one strike. Jake has fouled out to the first baseman and grounded to third. He is 0 for 2. The lights are on here. There's a ground ball to the first baseman. Paxton will pick it up and win the race to the bag. Hagenow out, first baseman unassisted, four out number one. Better is Jacob Williams. Doubled in the second inning and was later stranded at third, struck out in the fifth. They threw him nothing but off-speed pitches in the fifth inning. And the pitch to the plate swung on, driven into left center field. I don't think anybody's going to get that one. It's rolling to the wall, and he's on his way to second. The throw coming in, and just in there with a sliding double, Jacob Williams. Left fielder Bailey out there made a good strong throw, and the relay came from the shortstop. Williams just beat it. His second double of the game. He's there with uh, second base with one out for Daniel Freeman. Freeman reached on an error in the second inning and singled in the fifth. That hit was only the fourth hit in the game for the Raiders. We can give you the final numbers on John Chomko, their starter. He went six innings, allowed two runs, both earned. Three hits, did not walk anybody, and struck out five. 
There's a strike call to Freeman, nothing and one. So they got a good start out of Chomko, making only his second start of the season. A one-strike count to Freeman. There's a ball hit into right center field. Coming in, the right fielder, he's going to be there and make the catch for out number two. And with two outs, Brian Dillingham will bat. He is the power man for the Raiders today with a two-run homer. His first career home run for Middle Tennessee, and it came in the fifth inning with Freeman aboard. Hit it to straightaway left field. Luke Malone, second pitcher for the Roadrunners, delivers in the dirt outside, ball one. The one ball, no strikes. We're tied 2-2 in the seventh inning. Malone comes set, now steps off the rubber. When you get into the late innings and you've got a close ball game, things slow down a little bit. The pitch and a ground ball to third, Ochoa. Long throw across in time. That'll retire the Raiders in the seventh. No runs, one hit. And one man left. We will go to the bottom of the seventh. Seventh inning stretch time. It is Middle Tennessee 2 and UTSA 2. On the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. What happens to your decision making when you drink? Well, after one drink you feel confident. A few more. And calling your ex at 1 a.m. seems like a great idea. And you're pretty sure the secret to a great taco is four-day-old macaroni. The bottom line, drunk you doesn't make great decisions. So you're risking a DUI or worse if you count on him to get you home. Plan before you party. Get home safe. Paid for by the Tennessee Highway Safety Office. Our employees at Purity Dairy are proud to be true blue supporters of Middle Tennessee athletics and their student-athletes. At Purity Dairy, we aim to be the most trusted source of wholesome, delicious dairy products for every occasion. We never forget how fortunate we are to be invited into your home, and we earn our place by holding ourselves to the highest standards. With over 100 products available in Tennessee, Alabama, and Kentucky, visit your local retailer for Purity Milk, ice cream, and more. This copyrighted broadcast is an exclusive presentation of Learfield IMG College under the broadcasting rights granted by Middle Tennessee State University. Reuse of this presentation is prohibited without the expressed written consent of the university and Learfield IMG College. Announcers are provided by Learfield IMG College and approved by the university. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. And we go to the bottom of the seventh inning. Four, five, and six hitters here to face Aaron Brown in a 2-2 game. Thornquist has grounded out and struck out 0 for 2. 
Takes a strike on the outside corner from Brown, who weathered the storm in the sixth inning, although the Roadrunners did score two runs on a base hit by Dylan Rock. One strike to Thornquist. And that one's in the dirt, gets back to the backstop. One and one. Thornquist followed by King and Lamb here in the seventh. Fouled off his fist and out of play back behind us. And the count goes to a ball and two strikes to the Roadrunner catcher, Thornquist. Another good player they picked up from McLennan Junior College, one of the top JCs in the Lone Star State. All hit the right field. Escher going back, turned, and at the wall. The park will not hold this one. That is a home run for Thornquist. And with that, San Antonio takes the lead, three to two. Hit it to right field. I think the wind might have gotten into it a little bit, but Escher just ran out of room. So Thornquist with his, his fifth home run puts the Roadrunners ahead, three to two. Here's King and he bunts foul, strike one. Aaron Brown, complete control through five innings. Had it out only one base runner. Uh, Bunt single kind of got them going in the sixth inning. Another foul out of play and it's 0-2 to King. A leadoff home run by Thornquist. And that is also his 25th RBI of the season. He leads the team in that department. Chase King with a two-strike count. Brown's pitch fouled off to the left. That one is going to get out of play. Count holes at 0-2. San Antonio hitters making much more contact now than they were earlier in the game, although Brown only had six strikeouts through five innings. Count 0-2 to King, who was grounded out and fouled out. Bouncing foul pass first. Raiders going to start the bullpen now. I'll get Mr. Callow's glasses, put them to use here in just a minute. Looks like we've got two pitchers throwing down there, down the right field line. There's a ball hit solidly to right field. Escher on a long run, and that one's gone. Back-to-back -back home runs by Thornquist and King. And the San Antonio Roadrunners are flexing their muscles here in the seventh inning. 
Apple King, his fifth home run of the year. And it is now four to two. That may be all. Coach Bunn is on his way to the mound. Swan, the right-hander, and Zaz, the left-hander, in the Blue Raider pen. Batter is scheduled to be Lamb. So we had heard a lot about this San Antonio club from an offensive point of view and leading, uh, second leading hitting team in the conference. 29 home runs in 22 games. Well, they've hit two solo shots here in the seventh inning to take a four to two lead. Brown's gonna stay in there. Joshua Lamb is the batter. He has slid to right and struck out. So Brown has now allowed four runs on six hits. All in the last two innings. Lamb, a right-handed batter. Base is empty here in the seventh. The first two batters have homered to right field. Now Brown steps off the rubber before the first pitch is made. And the delivery is in for a strike at the knees to Joshua Lamb. Thornquist, his fifth home run. King, his fifth home run. One strike to count. Butted at and missed. No, they say ball. First base umpire said he'd, well, he clearly butted it. <laughs> so I guess count is, uh, excuse me, one and one. <clears throat> Swing and a miss. One and two. <clears throat> Should be out, but that's not the case. One ball, two strikes to Lamb. Aaron Brown delivers, and that one hit him in the foot. Second batter that uh, Brown has hit. And with nobody out, the batter is Tapia. Brings up second baseman, number one, Jonathan Tapia. So Lamb, who should have been struck out, is hit by a pitch and is at first with nobody out. And the pitch. Hit foul off to the right side. Escher makes a long run 
out in foul territory in right field, but uh, he wasn't going to catch up with that one. One strike to Tapia. Top is the player who got that bunt single and started Brown's downfall in the sixth inning. There is a pitch low for ball, one and one. So after the bunt single and a strikeout, they had a base hit to left, a batter hit by a pitch, runner second and third, and a base hit by Rock drove in two runs. There's ball two, two and one to Tapia. And those two runs, uh, along with the two little solo homers here in the seventh inning, have given the Roadrunners a 4-2 lead. And the Raiders with only six outs left to play with. Ball three is low. Three and one. Lamb, the runner at first, leads. And again, they appeal, and again, the first base umpire signals that it is not a strike. So we will have a call to the bullpen here as Brown's first walk is recorded. Runners at first and second, no outs. Raiders make, making a pitching change. And we'll be back with information on our new pitcher after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Doubletree by Hilton Murphy's Burroughs heated indoor-outdoor pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Doubletree cookie welcome? Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Dr. Mark Hardison with Middle Tennessee Oral and Implant Surgery. We are so proud to be able to serve the Blue Raider teams and their families when they need wisdom teeth removed, dental implants, or other specialty oral care. Our mission is to provide health care as it should be, providing compassion, availability, and excellence to every one of our patients. We deeply appreciate the support of your business as we join in supporting our team. Let's go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So the new pitcher for the Raiders is Josh Young. Josh, give you some numbers. On him, he's a redshirt sophomore.
Young making his fourth appearance. Has no record, 2.45 earned run average, seven and a third innings pitched. He's allowed five hits, two runs, both earned, one walk and six strikeouts. So runners are at first and second with no outs. Not an easy spot to come into the game for Young. He'll face Ochoa, who was struck out and grounded out. Bunts. Young picks it up, throws a strike to first base. Good play, and the out is recorded there, but the sacrifice bunt moves two runners up. Play goes pitch to first. Lamb moves over to third, and Tapia to second with one out, and the batter is Bailey. He delivered a base hit off Aaron Brown in that sixth inning when they scored two runs. Here it's 4-2 UTSA. One out, Raiders bring the infield in with runners at second and third and just one out. Young's pitch, swung on, hit to left field and it's caught out there by Dillingham. The runner at third tags, he will come in to score. Run number five. A sacrifice fly by Bailey to left field. So two outs. Tapia remains at second, and the batter is Paxton. Paxton has single, flied out, and been hit by a pitch. So the Raiders now down five to two. And their best hitter stepping into the plate. Bats from the left side. With a runner in scoring position, there's a strike. Cut the outside corner, nothing and one. Griffin Paxton, first baseman leading it off. Leading off the game, he had a base hit off Aaron Brown. And then Brown retired the next 14 in order. Strike at the knees, and it's 0-2. Getting close to the top of the hour. We'll give you a break, station break here in a moment. Two strikes the count. Swing and a foul tip caught by Hagenow, and that's strike three. So that'll do it in the seventh inning. But the damage done, three runs score on only two hits, the two home runs, and one man left. We will go to the eighth. It is UTSA 5, Middle Tennessee 2 on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hit a grand slam with Bunny Bread, proud supporter of the Blue Raiders. 
with its soft, fresh taste you know and love, Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns are fan favorites for all ages. Bunny is the perfect triple play with the taste you want, the nutrition you need, and energy to go. So step up to the play with Bunny Bread and Bunny Buns today and share the Blue Raiders on to victory. That's what I said. Anderson Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granison Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. We go to the eighth inning, and the Raiders have only six outs left in this game to try and make up a three run deficit. Gabe Jennings is going to hit for Nathan Sanders. So Jennings will come in, a right handed batter, hitting 222, two out of nine on the season. Malone's first pitch, a strike on the outside corner. Sanders had struck out and popped out 0 for 2. Right-hander delivers, and that one is in the dirt, bounces back to the backstop. One ball, one strike to Jennings. If you joined us late, this was nothing, nothing going into the fifth inning. Brian Dillingham hit a two-run homer for the Raiders. Going into the bottom of the sixth, it was two to nothing. There's a strike call to Jennings, one and two. And first batter bunted himself on. And then it went downhill for Aaron Brown and the Raiders. They got two runs in the sixth and then three in the seventh. Pitch in the dirt, blocked by the catcher Thornquist. So it's five to two. Roadrunners as the Raiders bat in the eighth inning. Two and two the count. Jennings leading it off. And the pitch swung on and foul. Let's pause quickly. Ten seconds for station identification as you listen to Middle Tennessee Baseball. The flagship station for Blue Raiders sports. Conference USA champs. Raiders win the championship. News Radio WGNS Murfreesboro. 2-2 pitch to Jennings. Low and outside. Ball three. Three and two. The Raiders need some base runners. Got Fausto Lopez waiting to hit next. Full count to Jennings. Malone delivers and it's hit to left field and that is going to drop and get past the left fielder and roll to the wall. Jennings on his way to second and will hold up there as the throw comes in. And a good strong throw to third base. Good thing Jennings decided to put on the brakes at second base. So that is going to be a base hit. It dropped right in front of the left fielder and then got by him. 
They may rule an error on the left fielder, or we'll wait and see how that's scored. Either way, Jennings is at second base. With the Raiders' fifth hit, they did not put an error up, so we assume that's a double. Here's Fausto Lopez. Lopez takes a strike call, nothing and one. JT Mabry waiting to hit next. Right-hander Malone delivers a swinging strike, and it's 0-2 to Lopez. Pasto looking for his first hit, looking to extend his reached base streak, which is in jeopardy. Two strikes the count. And struck him out on a bad pitch. They got to throw him out at first. Got a low throw, and he's safe. The first baseman got pulled off the bag, I think, and Fausto beat it, so he extends his reached base streak the hard way on a strikeout, and he's safe at first as the ball was in the dirt. I think that'll be ruled a wild pitch. The runner. Jennings held at second, so give the pitcher a strikeout, but the runner reaches first base, and now runners at first and second with no outs, and the batter is J.T. Mabry. And now they're going to change left fielders while the coach goes to the mound to talk to the pitcher, number 15, coming in in left field for for Bailey. We'll get that change for you. Fifteen is Sean Arnold, who will be in the game in left field and will be in the number nine spot in the batting order. So Arnold into left field as a defensive replacement. And now the batter is J.T. Mabry. First and second, no outs here in the eighth inning. And Malone and a bit of difficulty here in the eighth, but not really of his own doing. He did give up a hit to Jennings to open the inning. The pitch, swing, and a little tap foul back to the backstop. Mabry is 0 for 3. He has struck out, flied to right, and grounded to second. So Mabry will represent the tying run at the plate with no outs here in the eighth inning. And the pitch is swung on and missed. The count is 0-2 to JT. Playing in twilight now. The light's just uh, beginning to take effect here in San Antonio. Well, it's a little bit after 8 o'clock. The pitch. Low in the dirt. 
Runners cannot advance. One ball and two strikes. Cole Escher waiting to hit next. Jennings, the runner at second, and Lopez at first. And the pitch outside in the dirt got away, and the runners will advance. Thornquist had to chase that ball almost to the Roadrunner dugout down the third base side. So that's a wild pitch charge to Malone. Jennings over to third, Lopez to second, and a 2-2 count to J.T. Mabry. Infield playing back, so they would give up a run to get an out here. The pitch, and he hit a ground ball to short. One run where he bobbled it and throw to first base and still got the out at first, but coming in to score is Jennings. You have Mabry a run batted in, and it's five to three. Lopez down to second, or stayed in second. Lamb bobbled that ball, but recovered in time to throw Mabry out, and the batter is Cole Escher. And with one out, Lopez at second. He represents the tying run at the plate. Off-speed strike called to Escher. Nothing and one. Coker waiting to hit next. I'm looking at the board. I believe they did charge an error to the left fielder on that ball that Jennings hit. So score that a single and an error. Lopez dancing off second base. The pitch is a strike called, and it's 0-2. Two strikes to Escher. Lopez, the runner at second with one out. Raiders two runs down here in the eighth. And a ball hit off the pitcher's glove into right field. Lopez got a late start. He is rounding third on his way to the plate. He will score, and it's five to four. Escher hit a shot off the pitcher's glove. Lopez had to hold up because it looked as though Malone might catch that line drive. Then it nicked his glove and went Pass the second baseman into right field. And Lopez turned it up a notch and scored from second base to make it five to four. And that'll be a base hit for Escher. Time called as we're gonna have a conference on the mound and a pitching change is upcoming. So a new pitcher coming in for the Roadrunners. We'll take a break here and get some information on this new pitcher for you right after this on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. 
Granis & Associates PC is a certified public accountant firm located in Murfreesboro, Tennessee. Need assistance with your income tax preparation, planning, or bookkeeping services? Don't we all? We've got you and your business goals and objectives in mind. You and all your tax planning needs are in expert hands. We genuinely care about making life easier for our clients so you can spend more time doing what you love while we handle the rest. Call us at 615-895-1040 to start the conversation or visit Granis & Associates PC, CPAs at gcpas.com. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. So Malone is pulled here in the eighth inning. He goes an inning in the third. And the new pitcher is a right-hander, Arturo Guajardo. Guajardo making his sixth appearance. He's pitched five and two-thirds innings, allowed six runs on six hits, six earned runs, six hits, three walks, eight strikeouts. Guajardo. Check his numbers for you. We, we just gave you his number. We'll check his background here. He is a redshirt senior out of Laredo. Texas, played junior college ball in Laredo, 6'2", 210. Got a high earned run average of almost 10. About nine and a half. So he'll come in here with the tying run. Cole Escher at first base and only one out. Escher drove in. Lopez with a sharp single off the pitcher's glove. Brett Coker, 0 for 3, will stand in. He is struck out, fly to center, and grounded to the pitcher. Right-hander comes set. The runner goes, swing and a miss, and a throw to second base is not in time. Escher steals second, and now he's in scoring position. One strike to count to Coker, who was swinging to protect the runner. Escher, stolen base number five on the season. Raiders lead the league in that statistic. One strike to count. Check of the runner. Pickoff throw back to second and not close. He almost threw it into center field. Good stop by the second baseman. He had to get up in the air to get that one. One strike to count to Coker. Raiders trying to rally here in the eighth. They trail five to four. And the pitch 
little tap. Might be trouble. Pitcher picks it up. Throws it past the first baseman, and the game is going to be tied. Coker's on his way to second. He will be there with just one out, and it's 5-5 to in the eighth. Cole Escher scores on the throwing error by the pitcher. Coker reaches and will be at second, second error in the inning for the Roadrunners. It's an unearned run, but looks good on the scoreboard, five to five, and the batter is Hagenau. It's still just one out. So Coker now the go-ahead run at second base. And the pitch high outside ball one. Guajardo making his sixth appearance. May have had a tough play. You could tell when that ball left the bat, it was going to be a tough play for the pitcher. Swing and a miss. Coker one and one, and he just hurried himself too much and threw it past the first baseman down into foul territory. That allowed Escher to come in and score easily. So the Raiders have tied the game up here in the eighth inning. It is five to five. One and one to Hagenau. And the pitch to the plate, in for a strike, one and two. Jacob Williams waiting to hit next. And he has had two hits today, both doubles. One and two to Coker. A one and two to Hagenau. And a little one hopper to the shortstop. The runner cannot advance. High throw. Gets away from the first baseman. Here comes Coker to third. Hagenau goes into second. And now they're going to wave the runner in from third as the ball went into the dugout. So Coker will score on another error. This is a throwing error by the shortstop. And the Raiders take the lead six to five here in the eighth inning. And Hagenau lines up at second base. That's an E6. Third era of the inning and fourth of the game for the Roadrunners. And the batter is Jacob Williams. Two doubles and three trips. So the Raiders have taken the lead here in the eighth with four runs. It is six to five. Guajardo, who's had a little tough luck since coming in, will pitch to Williams. And instead turns and looks the runner back to second. I don't blame him for not wanting to pitch to the batter because the last two batters, uh, he's committed an error, then his shortstop committed an error, and each has led to a run. 
So Williams still with a no count. Pitches outside, ball one. One ball, no strikes to the Blue Raider. Designated hitter, Jacob Williams. Hagenau safe on the arrow, leads at second base. And the pitch to the plate, outside in the dirt. The runner goes to third. The throw is high, and they call him out at third. Hagenau trying to advance on a pitch in the dirt is thrown out. Catcher to the third baseman. It was a high throw, and I thought he might have gotten in under it, but the call was out. I don't think Coach Hunt thought much of that call. Third base umpire going through some hand signs trying to show where the tag was put on. Two balls, no strikes. The count to Williams. Low ball three. You can't blame Hagen now for trying to get over there and get a little bit closer to home plate because one run could make a big difference. It is a one-run game right now, six to five Raiders. The pitch, strike, three and one. Two outs, base is empty. Three balls and a strike to Williams. Strike two called, letter high fastball. He appeared to be taking all the way. Let's go. He swung the bat pretty good tonight. We'll see what happens on this 3-2 pitch. Struck him out swinging. Went for an outside pitch and didn't get it and that's all in the eighth inning but the raiders come up with four runs there was there were two hits there were three errors in the inning and nobody left on base so we will go to the bottom of the eighth inning it is middle tennessee six utsa five on the blue raider network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. Double Tree by Hilton Murfreesboro's heated indoor-outdoor pool makes them the perfect stop to take a splash for your next staycation. Or give them a call and let them help you navigate how to plan your next event. Enjoy flexible event venues that include a pillar-free ballroom and two boardrooms. They've got award-winning customer service for you, plus catering and AV equipment rental. There's really nothing that you need that they can't supply. Plus, don't we all love their famous warm Double Tree cookie welcome? 
News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. Well, we've got a good one going here in San Antonio. A pitcher's duel for better part of five innings. Raiders took the lead with a two-run homer by Brian Dillingham in the top of the fifth. Aaron Brown, after giving up a leadoff single in the first inning, retired 14 straight. But then a bunt single got the Roadrunners going in the bottom of the sixth. They came through with two runs there. And then in the seventh, they got Brown out of the game as he gave up back-to-back home runs to open the inning. They scored one other run to take a 5-2 lead. And then the Raiders came back in the top of the eighth with four runs with a little help from the San Antonio defense. They committed three errors in the inning. Eric Swan takes over the pitching duties, and he'll face Dylan Rock to start the eighth inning. The first pitch is over but low for ball one. Rock had a base hit that drove in the two runs in the sixth inning, which tied the game. That At that point, it was two to two. One ball, no strikes. Swan misses outside for ball two. And it is two and zero. Oh. Eric making his sixth appearance. No record, but uh, good earned run average, 1.08. Eight in the third inning, seven hits. Three earned runs. He has walked three and struck out nine. Delivers a strike on the inside corner. Two and one. Eric is a big guy. He's out of Oakland High School. Listed at 6'6", 225. He's a freshman. There's a swing and a foul on deck hitter. Grabs it barehanded, tosses it in the dugout. Two balls, two strikes. Six to five Raiders with San Antonio batting in the bottom of the eighth inning. Swan taking a little bit too much time for Rock who backs out of the batter's box. Now stands back in. He is a good right-handed hitter. 318 average coming in with a clutch single tonight. Pitches low, ball three. So what you don't want in this situation is a free pass. Three balls and two strikes. Raiders on top, six to five here in the eighth inning. And the pitch, swinging a foul out of play. Went after an outside pitch, might have been ball four, but he's he's not gonna let the umpire make that decision. He's fouled it out of play. So we'll go with another three-two pitch. Swan pitches from the stretch. Swing and a tap foul, third base side. Rock just protecting his domain at home plate. Trying to get one he can handle. Swan trying to slip one past him. 
the 3-2 pitch. Base hit center field. Solid single to center. Will lead off the eighth inning for the Roadrunners. It's two hits in the game for Rock. And of course the first off Swan. Betters Bergeron, the designated hitter. He is 0 for 3. Has struck out twice and flied to right. See if they're thinking about buttoning him down. Swan out of the stretch, the pitch. In the dirt, got away from Hagen now. That's going to be a wild pitch. So don't have to worry about bunting him down. He'll get a free pass to second base with nobody out. Ball one, the count to Bergeron. Right-handed batter against the right-handed pitcher. And the pitch to the plate bunted this way. It's going to come back into the grandstand. <laughs> Almost right over the, the head of uh, my friend down the way who's broadcasting the game for the CUSA Network. One ball and one strike. And the pitch is butted, and it is a foul ball. Coker picks it up in foul ground, one and two. Runner on second base is Rock. He heads back in that direction. One ball, two strikes to Bergeron. Ground ball to third, Coker's got it. Looks the runner back, throws across in time. Nice play. Coker caught that high chopper and then looked the runner rock back to second. Made the throw and while he was doing all that, Lopez was coming in from his shortstop position and going over to cover third in case the runner on second had something on his mind. So one out. Rock still at second had he not advanced on that wild pitch, that would have been a double play ball. Here's Thornquist. Had a leadoff home run in the seventh. Hits this one. Pass the pitcher into center field. This game's going to be tied as coming in to score Rock, and it is six to six. Hit sharply back up the middle, pass Swan into center field. So Thornquist gets his second RBI. Hit number two, run number one off Swan. And it is six to six in the eighth inning, and the batter is King, and he also had a home run in the seventh. Thornquist and King with back-to-back -back homers off Aaron Brown in that seventh inning. Here's the pitch to King, a swing and a miss. King, a left-handed hitter, homered over the right field wall. His fifth home run of the season. 
Runner at first is the potential go-ahead run for San Antonio. They now have eight hits. The Raiders have six. And it's tied, 6-6. Six, six. Ground ball past the first baseman, rolling into foul ground. Thornquist rounding second on his way to third. They're going to hold him up as the throw comes back into the infield. That'll be a double for King. He's hit sharply past first baseman Freeman and rolled down in the right field corner where Escher had to get over there in a hurry. So second and third with one out. Hit number three off Swan since coming in. Batter's Lamb. Lamb 0 for 2 and has been hit by a pitch. Raider infield pulled in on the edge of the grass. Try and keep that go-ahead run from getting to the plate. That's Thornquist at third and King at second. Outside ball one. Looks like Zaz throwing down to the bullpen. One ball, no strikes. And the pitch fouled out of play to the left. One and one to Joshua Lamb. The Roadrunners have second and third with just one out here in the eighth inning. They have scored once to tie the game. It's six to six. And the pitch outside, ball two, two and one. Infield in, pitch to the plate. Swing and a miss on a changeup, nice pitch. Two and two the count. Tapia waiting to hit next. He could sure use a strikeout here. Didn't get it. Base hit to left field. One run scores. They're going to hold him at first and third. San Antonio takes the lead on a hit by Lamb. That's the fourth hit off Swan in this inning. And the second run, first and third, one out. Middle infielders back up now in double play depth. And the batter is Tapia. One for two with a walk now. Coach Bunn is on his way to the mound. Zaz has been getting loose in the bullpen. But no sign yet. 
UTSA has taken the lead 7-6 here in the eighth inning. Really can't afford to give up any more runs. Raiders with just three outs left in the ninth, and now they will make the call to the bullpen, and David Zaz will be coming in. So pitching change here in the eighth inning. We'll take a break. Tell you about our new pitcher when we come back on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. Hey, Blue Raider fans. This is Tim Page with Exit Realty, Bob Lamb & Associates. Are you on the fence about selling your home? Feel overwhelmed at the thought of purchasing a new home? Well, it's time to get moving. For professional, personal real estate services, give me a call today and put me to work for you. 615-896-5656, or you can reach me at ExitMurfreesboro.com. Let's go blue, and I'll see you at the game. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. Care is serving our patients, standing with them in times of need, and showing compassion when they're at their most vulnerable. Care is listening and delivering personalized plans from a team of specialists, providing leading-edge treatments at every step. At Ascension St. Thomas, care is more than a word. It's our calling. Make your next appointment at GetSTHealthCare.com. News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider Sports. The Blue Raiders go to the bullpen for their top relief pitcher. Left-hander David Zaz be making his 13th appearance. He has four saves and a 3-0 record. He's pitched 22 in the third innings, given up 16 hits, five earned runs, only four walks, and 22 strikeouts. And Zaz, no stranger to the Roadrunners, he was the starting pitcher in 2019 in the first game of the series and wound up with the win, 7-4. to four. He went five and two-thirds innings in that start, a rare start for him. Gave up uh, only two runs on eight hits, did not walk anybody, and struck out three and was the winning pitcher. So Zaz comes in an entirely different situation here in the eighth inning with a runner at first, a runner at third, and one out. Raiders needing a double play to get out of the inning, and it's going to be Tapia. Their second baseman, he was one for two with a walk. Tapia wearing number one on his navy blue uniform, stands in. And Zaz looking in for the sign. Here's the pitch to the plate, and it's popped foul out of play, strike one. UTSA leading seven to six. We're in the bottom of the eighth inning. They have scored twice to take the lead. After the Raiders scored four in the top of the inning to take the lead. One strike count to Tapia. 
Pitch to the plate is a strike on the outside corner, and it's nothing and two. Zaz comes set. Runners lead at first and third. And the pitch to the plate is ground ball to second. Mabry to Fosto for one to first. Double play, inning over. Zaz gets the job done, and the Raiders will go to the ninth, needing a run to tie. That is a 4-6-3 double play. Pulled nicely by the Raider infield. We will go to the ninth inning. In the inning, two runs. Four hits and a runner left. Seven to six, UTSA leads on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College. The Murfreesboro Post is Rutherford County's sports leader. No one covers high school sports like the Post. Now you can receive the Murfreesboro Post delivered by mail each week to your home for only $20 a year. Sign up at MurfreesboroPost.com and click subscribe and we will get your delivery of the Murfreesboro Post started. That's MurfreesboroPost.com for delivery of the Murfreesboro Post. At Tri-Green Equipment, they know the value of teamwork. They have the tractor packages with implements you need. Score a new John Deere tractor package at a comfortable low monthly payment and get back to what really matters, MTSU baseball. Get started online at trygreen.com. Trigreen Equipment is a proud partner of Middle Tennessee State University Athletics. Go Blue! News Radio WGNS, the flagship station for Blue Raider sports. So we go to the ninth. UTSA leading seven to six. Raiders David Zaz came in and got just what the doctor ordered, a double play ball to end that eighth inning after UTSA had taken the lead. So it's gonna be Freeman, Dillingham, and Jennings. If Jennings stayed in the game, I think he did. Raiders had to replace Sanders in center field. So it may have been Semlar who went into center. I will wait and see on that. Here's Freeman. First pitch to him is a strike call, nothing in one. Guajardo, the pitcher, came in and uh, had a little rough luck for his first two batters, but got a strikeout to end the Raider eighth inning. They leave him in. One strike to count. Check swing outside, one and one. Freeman has been safe on an error, single to left and flied to right. One out of three tonight. Right-hander pitches out of the stretch and it's a ball low, two and one. Raiders need a run here in the ninth to keep the game going. They would love to have more than that, of course. And the 2-1 pitch, check swing, 
And the first base umpire finally rung somebody up on a check swing. Strike two, I think it was a good call. Two and two. Guajardo has the sign. The 2-2 pitch. Off speed just missed. Boy, that one floated in there and just a little bit inside. Three and two. I'm sure Freeman had to hold his breath on that one. Full count now. Low ball four. And Freeman has to be told to take first base. He did not realize what the count was, I don't, I guess. As he just, he stood there and the umpire said, uh, son, you can go on down there. There's nobody's gonna try to get you out. So Freeman is at first base. Guardo with a walk to lead off the inning. The Raiders have a pinch runner at first. We'll pick him up for you as Dillingham steps in. And the runner goes, swing and a miss. Throw down to second base in time. High throw, but they got the tag down. And the potential tying run is thrown out at second. Before I even got a chance to tell you who it was. I think it was Simlar. So ball one and one out, nobody on. The pitch. High ball two, two and oh. One out in the ninth. Raiders gambled and lost as the runner thrown out trying to steal. One and one, the count, uh, mix up on the count. One ball, one strike. Pitches ball too low. Dillingham's two run homer in the fifth inning gave the Raiders an early lead. <clears throat> strike called. Two balls, two strikes to Dillingham. I think that's Luke Benson on deck. So it was he who came in to play defense in the last inning. 2-2 two, two the count. Just got the tip of the bat on it, fouled it back. Count holds at two and two. UTSA leading seven to six. The Raiders batting with one out, nobody on in the ninth. And the pitch is one out and missed. That pitch was a foot outside and Dillingham went after it for out number two. So the Raiders last chance will be Coming to the plate, it will not be Vincent who was on deck. We're going to have Bryson Thomas 
come in and hit. Thomas will hit with two outs. As a, I guess he was a sophomore two years ago. He had a really good series. It's five out of 11 as a starting first baseman. Bryson's had trouble getting started this year. Takes a cut and misses strike one. If he could tie this thing up with one swing. The left fielder's playing him very deep. Two outs, base is empty. And the pitch. Strike at the knees, an off-speed pitch. Nothing in two. Raiders down to their last strike in this game. High ball one. One and two to Thomas. His parents are here tonight, along with uh, several other Blue Raider parents. One ball and two strikes. Foul to the screen. He's hanging in there. Count holding at one and two. Fausto Lopez would like to hit. And he is the next scheduled hitter. Thomas batting here in the number nine hole. One ball, two strikes. Guajardo, the right-hander, comes set. Inside and low, ball two. Two and two. Thomas stands in. And the right-hander comes set. Two balls and two strikes. The 2-2 pitch. Check swing, ball three, rolling outside. It always seems to come down to this. Three and two, two outs in the ninth. The Raiders need a run. They need a base runner. Had one, but lost him. Full count, three and two. Strike three called, and the ball game is over. Off-speed pitch over the inside corner. So Guajardo comes in and does the job. Got a little shaky, but he struck out two and walked one in that last inning. No runs, no hits, and nobody left. And the Roadrunners come away with a 7-6 win in the first game of this four-game series. They are now 12 and 11, four and four in the league. The Raiders are now 15, 12 and one, four, four and one in Conference USA. Stay with us. Our post-game show comes your way next on the Blue Raider Network from Learfield IMG College.
Middle Tennessee Electric proudly supports the Blue Raiders, and we're proud to power the scoreboard lights at Floyd Stadium. When it comes to the electric service in the community, you can always trust MTE to do what's best for our members. We serve by providing affordable, reliable, safe electricity and outstanding member services. Here at MTE, we serve to make life better for our members and their communities. Visit MTEMC.com to learn more. 